Welcome to When I Was On My Mission, the podcast where missionaries tell true, unbelievable stories that they experienced firsthand. I'm your host, Brian Jensen. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app. It really helps us out. Welcome everyone to the When I Was On My Mission podcast. I have a friend here, Dean Anderson, who has a good story that he wants to share with us. Dean, welcome to the podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Of course. And Dean, why don't we get started just with a little background about your mission? Uh, where did you serve? So I served in the Philippines, Alongapo mission. Awesome. And what years was that? Uh, so I started, I got there July 2013, left July 2015. Awesome. And did you speak a language? I did, yeah. I spoke Tagalog, which is the national language of the Philippines. Very cool. And how is your Tagalog these days? Uh, it's a little rusty, but luckily I have a trainer who is Filipino who lives here, so I can kind of catch up with him. Oh, that's cool. Have you gone back to the Philippines at all? Um, I haven't yet. I'd, I'd love to go back, though. Very cool. Um, maybe just a couple more fun questions. What is the strangest thing you had to eat? while you were out on your mission? Oh my gosh. I think it was called the Nuguan. Okay. And it was like little pork cubes, but then they roll it in like the pig's blood and then they cook it. And then that's like a nice delicacy there. Very cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> another, another crowd favorite um, is called Balut. And it was like a kind of like a fermented duck egg, like kind of like a membrane. It was like a, duck that was like probably like 10 or 15 days old in the egg and that's what they would eat <laughs> interesting yeah a lot of a lot of interesting a lot of interesting foods over there for sure yeah not your standard american cuisine exactly sure right. that was fun to fun to get used to well good deal dean why don't we just jump into your story can you tell us uh the story that you you want to share with us yeah so when i was on my mission i was about 10 months 10 months into it, I was in my third area, came down with uh, appendicitis. And so kind of how that all started, it was, I remember it was like Sunday evening. I wasn't feeling too well, kind of having some like abdominal pain. Monday was our P-Day in our mission. So Monday played basketball, was feeling all right. was feeling a little better than the night before. And maybe um, just to jump in real quick, yeah. um, just for benefit of the audience, P-Day is the day off that you have on your mission. So when you're out there, you're working kind of dawn to dusk and there's one day of the week where you don't do any missionary work. So, and you just kind of get caught up on chores or fun stuff and things like that. So just quick interjection. Sorry, Dean. No, no, all good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was our day. Monday was our day. And so that, that Monday night feeling pretty sick. And then um, what we had was our district meeting where kind of all the missionaries would meet in like our area. So you had district meeting on, on P days on as well? A, it was on Tuesday. On so Tuesday, that, so yeah, that next Tuesday, um, we had our district meeting, district meeting, you know, meet with all, kind of our leaders in the mission. Um, and I was just not feeling great that day. So I was kind of talking to some of our leaders and they're like, Oh, call the, call the mission president's wife. Cause that was kind of who we referred to when we were sick, just to see what we need to get medicine or anything like that. So I called her and there's kind of a running joke in our mission that our mission president's wife, whenever we called about being sick or not feeling too well, she would just say, oh, just drink more water. You'll get better. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so that was what I got told the first time I called her. And then probably literally like 15 seconds later, she called me back and she was like, hey, Elder, maybe go to the hospital. And so I was like, okay, that's probably my cue to get this checked out. Oh, man, that's hilarious. I've heard that, you know, Mission President's wife is pretty commonly the person that you get referred into for medical advice if it's not, you know, acute. And I've heard some some pretty similar stories there. Um, but that's funny. Just drink some water, rub some dirt on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You'll be on your way. <laughs> get, get back on your bike. Go out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard I've heard some mission president's wives that also go the other way and are also like just really kind of over over prescribing or helping out. So that's funny. Oh, just like go to the doctor right yeah. away. Oh, right now. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, so she she told me to go to the hospital. So and we were kind of close to like a hospital that they referred. There was a kind of in the Philippines. There was definitely some more rural areas than you know cities, but. In our area, we were kind of close to a city, and so she's like, go to this hospital. So my companion and I walked 40 minutes to this hospital. You walked to the hospital? We did, yeah. The transportation from where we were was a little too – because we had to pay transportation to get to uh, the district meeting. (laughs) And we're like, we don't want to pay more transportation to get to the hospital, so – which probably in hindsight would have been worth it, but <laughs> no, that's exactly what I would have done. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we walked like 40 minutes, um, to the hospital, checked in and yeah, they did some tests. Was um, it just like normal hospital experience just like in the States or was it different? Um, it was, I mean, cause there's been some hospitals in the Philippines that I've been to where they just cram like 50 to a hundred people in like one giant room. Um, but this, this hospital was luckily in a city kind of a little more nicer. Okay. The health, the healthcare at this hospital was, I mean, not quite up to like the, what the U S has, but it was definitely better than what I saw before. And your Tagalog was good enough at this point to understand what was going on in the hospital or was, was there any language issue? Um, for the, for the most part there, I was still kind of, um, like speaking was still a little difficult. Um, but I had a, companion that's was native and spoke oh, okay Tagalog really well so he could take care of you yeah cool. you, you had my back um, so yeah we we checked into the hospital they did some tests um they did like an ultrasound and in the ultrasound the doctor was like hey did you realize that you only have one kidney and I was like wait what <laughs> I was like that can't be right and so he's like yeah it shows here on our technology that you only have one kidney and I was like how did I go my whole life like this has got to be like a mistake because it was funny because I remember talking to my mom and she was like she's like you got so many like ultrasounds when you were younger and nobody said a thing about it and so I don't know if it was just like their equipment they were using that wasn't super up to par but anyways it'll kind of tie back into the story later on wait so it was just like surprise you only have one kidney yeah yeah oh, just kind of like that's crazy just kind of like dropped a bomb it was like hey you only got one kidney no way that's nuts yeah it was it was crazy and that's the first time you so in the philippines is the first time you've ever heard of that yeah yeah it was the that's first crazy. time i'd ever gone 20 years you have to do like 20 checkups on your mission that or when you're getting anyway they probably didn't do an ultrasound yeah i know that's what i was saying i was like I, how many checkups i've done and never been told that so anyways, 
they checked me in for surgery. They're like, yeah, you have appendicitis. Luckily, I hadn't ruptured yet, but we need to get it removed. I checked into surgery. They gave me anesthesia, knocked me out. And then when I woke up, you know, couldn't feel from, like, my legs down or, like, my waist down. It was just, like, completely numb. And, like, literally right when I woke up, my companion, like, pulled out his camera and was like, hey, Elder, like, they let me into the surgery room and I was able to take pictures and do some videos of your surgery. He, like, reached over and started showing me. And I was, like, kind of nauseous when I woke up. And I was just like, I'm going to throw up, like, get this out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) And so he legit had, like, photos and um, videos of them, like, taking my appendix out. And I'm just like, dude, this is so gross. (laughs) But he was like having the time of his life. Sure. Oh, that's awesome. So anyways, yeah, so they they did the surgery. I had my I had my own room at the hospital. I was probably there for two or three days at the hospital and they would kind of like rotate my companion um just so they can continue to work in the area I was working in. So I'd have like my companion one day or like one of our other mission leaders kind of subbing in to to take over while my companion went back to his yeah. area and worked. So yeah, I was there probably three days in the hospital and then was able to get out and I was kind of bedridden for like another two or three days. Um, and then our P day came around on Monday and I was kind of able to like get up and walk and move and stuff. So we got to email our families on P day. So I was emailing my family and they had they had no idea about <laughs> it. Like mission president didn't call him when I went into surgery or oh, gave nice. the heads up that there was any anything going on. And so I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought it would have been kind of funny. And so I did like kind of my usual email, just kind of a recap. And then like at the very end, I did P.S. I got a, my appendix taken out, and I only have one kidney, and just like left it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like the flood of emails that came through afterwards from my family like wait what like what did anyone tell us like what or like are you okay like what's happening and so that was like I was like yeah I'm fine like surgery went well doing a lot better now just need like another week to recover I'll be like 100% but what was kind of funny was kind of all the aftermath after that email that kind of caused it there was like a bunch of rumors that went around that I had gotten my kidney stolen in the <laughs> Philippines because um, they were like oh he only has one kidney like he got it stolen during surgery oh. and stuff like that I remember my when I got home my bishop told me a story he was like yeah I was at like a stake meeting and you got brought up and they're like please pray for this elder in your meetings. Like he got his kidney stolen on his mission. (laughs) (laughs) And my bishop was like, no, that didn't happen. Like he was like, I know the family well, they're in my, my ward and he just has one kidney. And they're like, no, we know from our sources that he got his like kidneys (laughs) from their sources. Yeah. From their sources that I had gotten my, my kidney stolen. Oh, Um, that's great. (laughs) So yeah, a lot of, kind of a lot of funny drama. And I remember it just kind of spread like wildfire. Like I remember when I got home, there was a few different times we were out hanging with friends and we'd meet somebody and like, oh, you're the elder that got his kidney stolen, right? And I was just like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) it's really caught wind, didn't it? (laughs) 
but yeah, so that was kind of what happened. And like my parents still want me to get like another ultrasound now. And like my family doctor, who's like actually in our family, was like, yeah, we'll just come in. We'll give you a free ultrasound just to double check that you do have one kidney. So still still have yet to do that. Haven't, haven't done that yet. <laughs> How many years ago was that? This was, oh man, this was oh, probably six, seven years ago. Oh, all right. And I also just kind of left it on the cliffhanger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So there's, we don't know the end of the story yet. That's you, right. might, you might have two kidneys or one. Who or knows? one, yeah, either way. Well, that's an awesome story. Surprise, surprise. You've only got one kidney. Well, that, that would have been crazy. I didn't have anything like that happen to me. So one more question for you before we wrap things up. And that is, was it worth it? these these kind of stories or these crazy experiences was it worth going on a mission yeah yeah absolutely you know loved my mission definitely a lot of trying times a lot of challenges definitely a couple couple crazy stories here and there like this one but i think overall just self-development i went through and maturing and i think there's a lot of growth that happened on my mission that i don't think would have happened if i you know i didn't serve so i'm forever grateful that you know i went and you know had the experiences that i did and the people i was able to help while i was there awesome well thanks for coming thanks for sharing your story awesome thank you so much for having me it's been an honor thanks everyone for joining i hope you enjoyed this episode of when i was on my mission if you or someone you know has a great mission story we would love to hear it please email us at contact on my mission at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Facebook at When I Was On My Mission. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app.